The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Many years ago, in the time of the First World War, the Russian army was notorious for coming into cities and they would start just grabbing up young men, boys, drafting them into the army against their will, against their family's will. And for the Jewish people in Russia at that time, this was a nightmare. You see, because it's one thing to be drafted to the Russian army, that already was a death sentence. But to be drafted to the Russian army as a Jew, that was a guaranteed religious death sentence. Because the Russians, once they knew they had their hands on a Jew, they would go out of their way to make sure they would take his tefillin away, they would take the sidor away. There's no religion in the Russian army. And because of that, when they used to come to the Jewish towns, the parents would shake and shiver that their children should not be taken, drafted away, maybe never to see them again, not even to live a life as a Jew. One particular town, they say, over in the time of World War I, the Russians came and they slated a certain number of Jewish kids and some not Jewish kids that were going to be taken to the Russian army. One of these boys was the son of a very wealthy Jewish butcher. Now the butcher was a man of means and he used his influence and his wealth and he bribed one of the Russian officials that his son, who was slated for the draft, should be taken out of the draft. And he succeeded. And he got his son out of the draft. But sure enough, there's a quota, there's a number that has to be filled. So when he took his son out of the draft, automatically the draft fell on one more boy. And of course, that boy that it fell on was an orphan, a yatom, a Jewish boy who had no father, had no one to fight for him, had no one to defend him. And the draft came, and the people came to the butcher crying and screaming, look what you did. Yes, I understand. And no one in the world would ever question any parent to do whatever they can for their child. And no one probably would do any different. But they said, you're a man of means. The way you were able to pull your son out, put up a few dollars, save this orphan kid, get him out of the army, maybe they'll draft a goy. He didn't want to hear of it. No! My son's out! That's all that mattered to him. He didn't want to hear about nothing else. And the people were begging him, Haram, this kid's a yatom. He doesn't have a father to fight for him. He doesn't have parents to protect him. He didn't want to hear from nothing. And the Russians came. And sure enough, they took all the boys, including this orphan, and they took him off to the Russian army, never to be seen again. Many of them, never to be seen again. This story made its way back to the city of Radin, where the Hafez Chaim lived. And when they told the Hafez Chaim what happened, his answer to this story was one word. He simply said, wait. Wait. That's it. But they said, but Rebbe, he said, ah, don't say a word. Wait. That's it. A few years later, about six, seven years later, there was a very well-known 
and a very horrific virus, deadly virus, that was going around Europe at that time. The name of the virus was the cholera virus. And it was, it was killing people by the thousands. And they had no vaccine. And they had no antidote. And anyone who caught it, and it was incredible, it was very infectious, this virus. And people who got it and were infected, they passed away only weeks later. The son of the butcher came down with cholera as the first one in the town. And the people went into a panic. It's one thing to hear about this virus from far away, but when you find out that someone in your own town has it, and it's so infectious, immediately everyone avoided the butcher, his son. The butcher had to close his store. No one would touch his meat, because from his home the virus came. And as well, his son, the doctors wouldn't even come to treat. They were too scared that they get infected with the cholera virus. After only two weeks, this poor boy, the butcher's son, passed away. And the Hevra Kadisha, the burial society, they wouldn't come and bury him. They were scared for their lives. They didn't want, it. They didn't want to handle the boy's body. They were so scared to get infected by this horrible virus. Turns out, Hebra Kadisha didn't bury the boy. And nobody showed up to the funeral either. They were too scared to get too close. This butcher, who now loses his entire business and his wealth, he goes walking through the streets holding his son alone. And he brings him out and he buried his son with his own hands. Ay, ay, ay. Hafez Chaim used to say, you cannot beat Hashem's system. Not that we're judging the butcher. That's not the point of this story, God forbid. Although there was a ta'ana that he should have tried to help that yatom, that orphan boy that the, the draft was thrown onto. But that's not the point. There are no shortcuts. You can't beat the system. You can't beat the system of God, and you cannot beat the truth. And this is the opening, but yet shaking words of the Torah as we start a new round of Torah for this year. Bereshit bara Elokim. Sofetevot Tav. Aleph Mem. Emet. This is the Emet that was placed in the world. And the only guarantee that you're on the path of truth and that you're living the life of truth is by living a life of Torah. There is no other way. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.